Good morning, and welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm Marcia Talbot, associate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand in Warwick, and my co-host is Suzanne Dermony. I'm with our Goshen office. Hello, That's, everybody. Hi. So we are here at WTBQ 93.5 uh, FM and 1110 AM and streaming live on WTBQ.com. Uh, you can call us because we are a call-in show, so if you have any questions... At 845-651-1110. And I'm not so sure about texting. I'm not sure that we can text today, so give us a call. But lots of exciting things are happening here at WTBQ. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so crowded. It's great to see all the energy here. So we have, we have Legoland is here. They are just taking a promotional picture. We have Disabled Vets. We have Orange County Partnership. And actually, they just dropped off a box for Toys for Tots. We're a drop-off station here. So bring your toys around. It's a good, good thing. You know, it's so interesting how early Christmas starts. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm a big Christmas person, so I'm waiting tomorrow on, um, you know, Christmas musical start officially for me. I am still here for Halloween, okay. but today we will be joined by Roger Moss and Elizabeth Knight. Uh, Roger is president of Community 2000, um, which is now Community Together. Yeah, I'm and, excited to hear what that's all about. Yeah, I can't I wait. And we will, uh, he's going to update us on the visioning survey and the Masquerade Ball fundraiser. Cool. And Elizabeth will give us the latest news about the Repair Cafe. Hopefully, Michael Van Mansart will be calling us of Hudson United and giving us a magic uh, Michael Minute. So um, we're always happy to welcome any of our guests. Great. Yeah, I'm excited about this masquerade masquerade ball, the fundraiser, Community 2000, to hear all about it. I don't think you you didn't, I mean, our listeners know about Community 2000. Yeah, I know, so I'm so excited to hear. It'll be great. Uh, Community 2000 actually started in 1993, and they were responsible for many of the lovely things that occur in Warwick. And that's like uh, PDR, which is Purchase of Development Rights, the Farmer's Market, the Artist uh, Tour, Many things that have occurred over the years. And now it's 20-odd years later. Oh, that's amazing. And it's time for a super update. Great. So, Great. Roger and, and Elizabeth, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, Roger, what I would love you to do is tell us about the survey, how that has come about. And I know it's still in progress. And the Masquerade Ball. Glad to do that. And, uh, and for your listeners, the survey is really, really exciting. Um, many of the questions on the survey had to do with what people would like to see our community, um, how people would like to see our community either change or remain the same. So which aspects of our community are um, absolutely the, qu- the quintessential Warwick experience, mm-hmm. and which elements or aspects of it are, um, are areas that we'd like to prepare for for the future? Uh, that really has to do with development. It has to do with population. So the survey, over 1,700 responses to the survey. That's, oh, that's great. Almost twice as many as we had hoped for or targeted um, were, were taken. Uh, and those surveys were extremely revealing, not only answering questions. It was a multiple-choice kind of survey, but also write-in information, uh, extremely 
elucidating, uh, extremely <laughs> surprising in some cases, as to what people see as the, um, the most uh, beneficial way for this community to, to develop over the next 5, 10, 15 years. So we're very excited that the survey was so well received and, um, and very excited about the results. I'll, t I'll speak more about what, what becomes of those results so that the listeners know how they can find out uh, how responses were, were uh, received. Uh, but this is all culminating in changes to the community. We will need to prepare based on the community's desire for changes. We'll need to prepare for those changes in the future. In order to do that, uh, we will need to form committees. We will probably be passing on information to the municipalities and elected officials as to what the, um, the community is asking for in this survey. Uh, but those aspects that are not municipal, those that are not governmental, will be the um, projects that Community 2000 takes on for the next several years. Wow, that's really exciting. And I'm just going to interject here because everybody knows Goshen's been going through so much with the changes that have been going on and people wanting Legoland, not wanting Legoland. So there really was no survey in the Goshen area. So once something was voted in, it became a real hot ticket and kind of caused a division down the line. So, um, I mean, I think most people want it, but still you want, you know, everybody's a taxpayer. So I think your proactive step to doing that survey um, is awesome. I just did a, an online survey. We have a place down in South Jersey and that place had a survey that was sent out, all sent out via email, question, question, question. Do you want this, 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 you know, as far as rules and regs. So I think, Yay, Warwick, that's awesome. Good yeah. for you. Well, the history is here, you know, 1993 to now. Yeah, amazing. no, that's, that's great. Absolutely amazing. So just to finish up that thought, uh, so with whatever development is going to come to uh, the Goshen area through Legoland mm -hmm. and the next project, whatever mm -hmm. the next project is, mm -hmm. uh, and perhaps by the development of... Um, of a technology park at the old prison site here in Warwick. Mm -hmm. This means um, the, that there will be a lot more traffic. Mm -hmm. The roads will mm -hmm. be mm -hmm. significantly more congested and not just during apple picking season. Mm -hmm. So it's a matter for homeowners, businesses, yeah, municipal, everybody right. is going to be affected by additional traffic. Right. What do they want to do about that? Do they want to take advantage of the additional traffic to um, add to commerce? Do they want to divert traffic so that the traffic doesn't come through their villages? Yeah. These are the sorts of questions that... You know, I was just talking to someone the other day, and I, I go back to... I mean, I'm born and raised here, and I go back to the days of when the traffic went straight through Sugarloaf. Mm -hmm. And then they put that bypass in. And that's been very damaging to Sugarloaf, that bypass. It mm -hmm. doesn't save you any time. I think it's quicker to go through the village of Sugarloaf. But um, that bypass has not been a great thing, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But I so never I, take it. <laughs> I say cru I, yeah, I say cruise through Warwick and cruise through Goshen. Because it's, I mean, I, I, I'm a believer that change is good as long as it's controlled. Because if you don't change, you can wither away. So... I'm all for change as long as it's controlled. And you will hear, as the results of the survey are announced, you'll hear that many, many people had that same approach, right. that if you don't change, if you don't grow... Sure, you, you die will, in the vine. You will die. Yep, I agree. It's a, it's a balance. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a balance. It's yeah, a balance. it's a delicate balance, definitely. So. And but they, you're they, all over it, sounds like. That's they, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and I failed to mention at the beginning, about it, but I want everybody listening in to know that this survey was, in fact, sponsored by the um, mayors of the three villages 
and by the the um, the town the, super, the town supervisor. So Florida, Warwick, and Greenwood Lake. That's correct. Great. They all um, wanted to have the survey. They all intend to make use of the results sure. of the survey, and that's a great thing. Not right. it, it isn't every day that elected officials are right. looking for feedback from the community. Was the input balanced? Did you have a good percentage from each community, each municipality? As a matter of fact, we knew uh, what the percentage of population was in each community going in, and we were determined to get at least that percentage in the surveys, oh, wow. and we achieved it. So it's wow. very successful. Yeah. Very we could rent you guys out. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Roger, tell us the next step. <laughs> so the next step will be that, um, for example, one of the uh, ideas that's coming out of the survey is that the community really wants more opportunities for certain kinds of recreation and uh, entertainment for especially for the younger generation uh, they feel that that'll be very beneficial in order to do that that's not a municipal um, that's not a municipal effort that really re relies on volunteer organizations to take up the the, the task of uh, creating and presenting these kinds of events in order to do that we need to form organizations and to do form form organizations requires legal accounting zoning etc cetera, etc cetera. and so our next step will be to raise some funds at a masquerade event that's coming up this coming saturday in in the village of warwick uh, and we would love everybody to consider coming to that masquerade fundraiser it's uh, at 7:30 at the center for performing arts 63 wheeler avenue Thank you. Uh, in, <laughs> in the village of Warwick, there will be refreshments. There will be costumes, a, a costume uh, contest. Oh, that's so cute. And um, there was something. Yes, there, there's prizes. And am I correct? There's um, door prizes also. That's correct. So yes. it'll be fun. It'll be and dancing and a DJ. So come along. For more information, <laughs> please uh, go on. If, if you're internet um, uh, savvy, please go on to the World Wide Web at www.community, the numeral two, the word gather, dot org. Communitytogether.org, using the, the numeral two for the word two. Communitytogether.org. Okay, yeah. yeah. And Roger, say what the tagline is I'll because I think it's so great. Ah, building tomorrow today. Cute, clever, good for yeah. you guys. Yeah, I, 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 this is hot information. We've got to report this back to Warwick. Guy, we're going Sorry. to. T <laughs> I have to stop you for now. We're going to take a short break and a word from our sponsors. Thank you. This is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marcia.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process. 
Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Hi, I'm Carol Rogers. We are excited to announce our partnership with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty and to introduce you to the Carol Rogers Real Estate Team. Susan and I listen and strive to make your experience stress-free. And I'm Susan Schneider. Between Carol and myself, we have sold over 200 homes at Warwick Grove alone. And now we also cover the greater Hudson Valley. Visit us at carolrogerssells.com for a complimentary market analysis and we will answer all of your real estate questions. This is attorney Bob Krahulik of the law firm Baiting Krahulik, the lawyer guy here on WTBQ Radio. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 noon for the latest legal advice and tips. We're taking calls and giving answers to all your legal questions right here on WTBQ. Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guests every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre right here on WTBQ, playing the best music. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Hi, welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show with myself, Marcia Talbot. My co-host, Suzanne Germany from the Goshen office. And... Roger Morse and Elizabeth Knight to tell us what's happening in the Warwick community. We have a call in. Okay. Okay, very exciting. Good morning, guys. It's Mike Van Mansa with Hudson United. Oh, thank you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would call. You'll just for a magic yeah, Mike, Michael minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not much to report. Um, I mean, I'll keep it short and sweet, hopefully. Um, last week, I mean, interest rates kind of ticked up a little bit. So you saw a big drop in applications for first-time home buyers. They didn't go up much, maybe an eighth of a percent, like 4% to 4.125. It looks like there's going to be a change. Hopefully today, the bond market's doing a little better than it was last week. So maybe there'll be an improvement either today or going forward. Um, but that's really it. I've been doing some research just on some talking points, really. I noticed that from what I see, and you know, I can experience this in our market that the first time home buyers, although they're out there, they tend to be getting a little bit priced out of the market now. Mm-hmm. Um, the prices are going up on the houses that are sitting and or the ones that are new to market, and they're just right, getting priced right out of it. They don't have the, the down payment or the payment monthly is too high because they're burdened with a, a lot of student debt from what I mean, I see it all the time on people's credit reports. There is, I mean, these kids are coming out of college, they're getting jobs, but they still have four or $500 monthly payment to their student loan, which can impact their payment. Even if it's in deferment, we still count it to make sure that when it's no longer in deferment, they can afford the house, wow. you know? I also think that people are being very cautious, you know, yeah. just in general, a quarter of a point or an eighth of a point is very little, but... If you're budgeting, it becomes much bigger than it actually is. Yeah, and they're looking for houses that don't need work too. That's you know, a lot that, of these millennials. <laughs> a lot of these millennials. They, I mean, I joked about it at a meeting I had last week where I had a closing and the person buying didn't even know how to write a check. You know, like that's oh how far we've come with technology that people are no longer balancing checkbooks. They're literally just relying so much on 
technology that having to write a check for closing costs was like a new thing. <laughs> so it's interesting to see the change. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting to see the change really. I mean, and more and more in our business is becoming online. We're able to take applications, verify right. income assets electronically. I mean, I barely need to sit down with people anymore. As long as they understand they're comfortable with their payment, we've Mm-hmm. We're able to make this seamless at this point, but it's still, I, I understand your concern when you can't write a check, <laughs> you know. Well, uh, I, you know, I have a concern that we've lost that interaction between people. I mean, to me, yeah, that's, would, that's, that's a little sad. Well, but the agree. digital age is here. It's coming on strong. <laughs> Hello, yeah, robot. It's all it. good. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> we have to embrace it. Yeah, yeah get on no, social media, post your listings online. I mean, that's really everything that I've seen is coming to that. Agreed. I get people that call me on the weekends and they're like, I just saw this house come on the market today. They know they it faster than we do. You know? yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. No, but definitely things are <laughs> so. flying off the market. That's for sure. So we all, we yeah. all witness that. Yep. Okay, great. So yeah, that's really it. Hopefully rates will tick back down in the coming days. Hopefully. I mean, the biggest judge is to just take a peek at the stock market. If you see the stock market tend to be down, that's when rates tend to improve. All right. Cause people throw their money into the bonds. Well, the stock market, they're saying, is going to keep going up. So I know. <laughs> get out there, get your pre-approvals, and go call your, yeah, mortgage, your real estate agent. Exactly. Anyway, You're Mike, absolutely right. thanks so much for your phone call. We greatly appreciate no it. We look forward to talking to you again. That's you Mike. Too. Have a great day. Mike's Bye-bye. Magic Minute. That's awesome. Thank you. It was two minutes. Bye. That's awesome. Thanks, Mike. So, Roger, we're back to what happens after the survey. In fact, I want to speak a little bit about what Mike just mentioned because it's very important about the survey. Um, The implication is that younger people, people who have just graduated, who are uh, in their early to mid-20s, Mm -hmm. are unable to afford houses, especially houses that need to be fixed up. One of the topics that comes up uh, very, very strongly in the surveys is the fact that we don't have a good balance of demographics between the uh, older generation and retired generation and younger people. As a matter of fact, the fear is that our own children won't be able to afford to stay in our community once they're educated. Yeah. Um, and this little conversation you've just had is one of the reasons why. That means that the demographics continue to be skewed toward, um, we have over 25% of our population in the town of Warwick is over 65 Mm. That's a very high percentage. If that continues to grow and we don't have a demographic that includes people in their 20s and 30s, it'll change the character of our community Mm -hmm. uh, in a lot of ways. It's employment, it's, Mm -hmm. um, it's it's commerce, it's real estate, it's voting, it's Mm -hmm. everything. So, uh, very important. Yeah, I've definitely seen in Goshen, there's, um, I've always said Goshen's the type of community, you, you grow up, you go to school, you go away for a couple of years, and then they get married and they come back. That and happens here. Yeah, I'm definitely seeing that in Goshen. Um, yeah, we have a tremendous influx, and I think a lot of it has to do with our mayor. But he's like really cutting edge and on the go. So there's a lot of young, young people buying and coming into the village, which is pretty cool. But, Good. Okay, cool. So, yeah, Warwick. So the next step, uh, we're having, as I said, we're having this fun fundraiser uh, this Saturday. Uh, but then anyone who's listening in and would like to be even more active than they've been, if you haven't taken the survey, if you have taken the survey, all of this is culminating in four get gatherings. Uh, we're calling them Community Voices Workshops. And those four gatherings are intended to have people actually show up face-to-face, discuss what their aspirations for the community are. Each of them is held from 7 till 9 p.m. They're all evening meetings. Uh, and there's one for each village. I'll give you the dates now. And then, so there are one, there's one for each of Warwick, Greenwood Lake, and Florida. And then there's a separate meeting 
for everybody from the town, those people who don't really live in the village or don't identify with being a village uh, uh, um, resident, um, that's, it's intended for them. So the village of Warwick is on November 13th, the okay. village of Greenwood Lake, November 14th, the village of Florida, November 16th, and the, uh, all of the information as to the locations in each of those villages is again on, on that uh, website, communitytogether.org. With two being the yep. T-O, right? Yeah. Okay, two Two gather. being the, the numeral. The numeral two. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah. So, thank you. I think that's very exciting yeah, for very. people who live here. Um, we've made such progress in the, in the past. Let's continue that. And I would like to introduce Elizabeth Knight, who is going to tell us about the Repair Cafe, one of the benefits <laughs> of our area. Actually, um, we're one of the, we are the only repair cafe in Orange County. But I'd, first of all, I'd like to back up for people who've never heard about what, well, what is a repair cafe and what happens there. Uh, the repair cafe does have free coffee and tea, but the real draw is people who know how to fix things volunteer their time to help oh, wow. people who don't know how to fix things at all. What kind of things do they fix? Well, we could open a lamp repair and a tool and knife sharpening store with the number of stuff that comes through the door that goes out fixed. We have a team of great sewers, both hand sewers and people who bring their own sewing machines. And they uh, do hemming. They do uh, take, in, take out the waist. They fix holy wow. sweaters. We have two people who volunteer to do jewelry, very basic jewelry repairs. We just got another great coach. Uh, at the last cafe, who's doing now basic bicycle repairs. Wow, this Ooh. is great. Yeah, it is. Uh, we also have um, a kids take it apart table that's adult supervised. The things that just absolutely cannot be fixed. I went around to local, um, to the uh, vacuum cleaner store in Florida and said, have mm -hmm. you got anything that's on its way to the dumpster? And he gave me two vacuum cleaners. And then I go around to yard sales and get stuff that's very inexpensive, like 30, 40 year old little old radios. And then we have adults who sit with the kids. They're thrilled to have a little tiny screwdriver in their hand and just see how do wow, things work. This is great. And then it's also handy for the parents because often um, there's a line, particularly for the lamp repairs and the knife repairs. So the, the kids are entertained. Uh, we had one little boy came last week, uh, the last repair cafe in September. He's six and his mom says he has a he hard time just sitting still. Mm -hmm. When she was ready to go, he didn't want to leave. Wow, and then so she cool. said when he got home, he and a neighbor boy took apart grandpa's uh, donated equipment. That's <laughs> so, so it's, great. It is great. But the, the idea that the repair cafe itself started in Amsterdam in about 2009. A woman, after the birth of her second child, was concerned about all the stuff that she saw being dumped on the curb and thought, what can we do about this? Mm -hmm. She went to a local cafe owner and said, would you give me part of the space if I can get somebody to come in just for one morning to see if people will bring in things that are broken and I'll get people to fix it? How clever. It is clever. And now it's in at least 31 countries and there are over 1,300 wow. of them around That's the world. That's amazing. Yeah. We've got eight in the Hudson Valley, Kingston, Beacon, Gardner, among others, but we're the only one in Orange County. Wow. I didn't even know about this. Well, this great. that's why we have. Yeah, radio. that's why you're on the radio. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's usually in the Times Herald Reporter in the calendar section. Okay. It's always in the Work Valley uh, Dispatch, the Work Advertiser. But there's a website, Repair Cafe Hudson Valley, and yes, we're Orange County's only one. And yes, it's located in Warwick. It's in the Senior Center in back of the Town Hall mm -hmm. complex mm -hmm. on Kings Highway. Mm -hmm. But at the last one, for example, we drew. Um, 
two people from Chester, four from Florida, three from Goshen, three Greenwood Lake, wow. one Hamptonburg. We also drew from Highland Mills, Middletown, Monroe, Montgomery, the town of Woodbury, Washingtonville, Way, Way Beyond in New York. And we also get people from Vernon, New Jersey, including volunteers. We have somebody who does small electric repairs from Vernon and also one of our great um, hand sewers. It sounds like we need another one. Yeah. Uh, I think we do. We do. I, the I would, side of the county, maybe. I would love to see Orange County have another one. Uh, last time we, and the, the coaches, someone asked me, well, uh, what does it take to be a coach? And the standard answer is somebody who's really curious, who's willing to help other people, but isn't going to be frustrated if it's not possible. The coaches bring their own tools. And if you want to have something repaired, uh, the rules say basically the coach nor the facility nor the sponsors like Sustainable Warwick is liable for anything. This is on your own free will. Is there any charge for this? The only charge is if you need specific bike parts or specific lamp parts. I was like going to say three-way pitcher, lamp, two-way. Yeah. And we charge you what it cost us to get it at the local hardware store. Wow. That's an amazing and wonderful service. We usually get about anywhere between, we, the lowest number I think we had the first time was 50 people. And we've had as many as, uh, I think it was 125. It That's just, great. it ebbs and flows. That's get the there old early. recycle, reuse, keep it's, it out there. Keep yeah, it it's the reuse, keep right. it out of the recycle bin. Right. And it's not just that. It's so many of these things have emotional value. Um, whether it's food processors, clocks, digital cameras. Um, one woman came in the last time and broke down in tears when she told me how thrilled she was that somebody could repair the, the handle on this shabby sewing box that she'd bought for her mother when the, girl was, the woman was 13. Mm. We had a woman bring in one day a, a little stuffed toy dog about the size of your hand. Turns out she was a premature baby, and this was the only thing her parents were allowed to put in the isolate. Oh, my God. And she's now wow. grown up. She was wow. there with what looked to be her fiancé. She's probably in her maybe late 20s, early 30s. And she had obviously thrived well enough to grow up and have a real dog, and he ate the face off of the toy dog. <laughs> oh, my God. So, <laughs> so, so um, Joan Bono from um, uh, Vernon fixed that. Uh, last time, uh, you can tell it's getting to the holiday season. We had a lot of menorahs. We had Christmas lights. Okay. Very so cool. we will be taking a short break. Stay tuned, and Elizabeth will be back to say some more. This is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Hudson United Mortgage, the number one mortgage company, specializes in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Vanman Smart is offering first-time homebuyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Hudson United Mortgage is a broker and correspondent lender licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, and specializes in residential loans in all three states. There are low down payments for first-time homebuyers, and they'll offer you a $100 gift card just to look at your offer from another lender. 
To set up an appointment or for more information, go to HudsonMortgage.com. Hudson United Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 152355, is an NY limited liability company and operates with the following licenses. Licensed correspondent mortgage lender by the NJ Department of Banking and Insurance, a registered mortgage broker with the NYS Department of Financial Services. All NY loans are arranged through third-party lenders, not affiliated with Hudson United Bank. This is Zach Crux, Sports Director for WTBQ. Tune in every weekday morning to the Frank Truat Morning Show to get the latest news, scores, and info about your favorite teams and players. That's every Monday through Friday on the Frank Truat Morning Show, right here on WTBQ. Hi, this is Alan Fernandez. Join me at the Jazz Getaway with Miles Davis, John Coltrane, and Duke Ellington and more every Sunday at 7 p.m. on WTBQ. WTBQ Very windy conditions this morning with cloudy skies, a few more showers, and skies become partly sunny this afternoon. Winds can still gust to 45 miles per hour for a while into the early afternoon. Our highs in the mid-50s. Tonight, mostly clear skies, diminishing winds, low in the mid-30s. Tomorrow, lots of sunshine, a calmer day. We will stay in the mid-50s for a high. Clear tomorrow night and colder should run to the upper 20s to lower 30s, and partly sunny skies on Wednesday, highs between 50 and 55. I'm meteorologist Tony Salimo from the WTBQ Weather Center. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Hi, and welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show, and we're going to continue our conversation with Elizabeth Knight, and thank you again, Roger Morse, uh, about the Repair Cafe. Okay, so the next Repair Cafe is Saturday, November the 19th, between 10 and 2. Uh, if it's broken and you can get it through the door, bring it. Uh-huh. Two <laughs> items per person. Uh, Get there early, particularly if you've got a lot of knives to be sharpened or lamps to be fixed. That's extremely popular. That's more than two, then. Yes, I know. But I mean for other lamps, uh, jewelry items, uh, chair legs that are wobbly, little tables. Uh, They even do uh, gluing. Um, One of the other things uh, we're going to be doing, especially because that's right around Thanksgiving, is we're asking people to come with a donation for the food pantry. So anything that's bottled, boxed, or in a can bring it to the repair cafe and the food bank will come collect it at the end of the day. So often I'm asked, um, well, why do people do this? And we have a great team of volunteer kids from St. Stephen, St. Edwards. And one of them is named Ethan Beal. He's 13 years old. And I said to him, do you think, um, you know, what do you like about this? And he said, well, it's really fun. And that's what everybody says. The coaches enjoy the camaraderie. The kids enjoy interacting with the adults, uh, the the adults with the kids. People are always uh, standing outside the door saying, well, what did you bring? How did they fix it? You brought that? What is that? A six-foot weather vane with a a dented dog on the top. (laughs) It's Um, really people to people. It is. It's, you know, that's the thing. It's community building. And because so many things have emotional value, you're not taking it out of somebody else's in the business of selling a new one. This is grandma's lamp. This is that sort of thing. But anyway, Ethan said it best. And this is a quote. It's nice to know that with the flashy news saying so many sad and depressing stories, there's a place in Warwick where there are people willing to help you no matter who you are for no other reason than to help you in the best way possible. And he says, it gives me hope. Wow. 13. That's an old soul. That's a good one. Wow. So what are you going to bring to the Repair Cafe, and who are you going to meet? Wow, wow. Let's see. Knives. Very cool. (laughs) All right. That's so exciting. That's awesome. Great. 
Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and both I know of you. that you were leaving on a mini vacation. Uh, we're going down to Philadelphia to visit two little boys uh, in their Halloween suits. Okay. <laughs> Just got back from Philly last night. Oh, oh good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that tomorrow, and I've got to come up with a costume to walk to walk the streets of Montclair. Or oh, Bloomfield. all right. <laughs> so thank you for sharing with us today and giving us your time. You're very welcome. Hope to see you at the Repair Cafe and at the Masquerade Ball. I'll definitely be there. Um, in full disclosure, I am on the board, <laughs> so I don't think I have much of a choice. It'll but be it, fun. It, but it, it's, a, it's a choice I make. I don't want to say it that way. Yeah, it'll be um, fun. I'm very excited about Community 2 with the number 2 together. Um, this is something I believe in very strongly. So thank you both for thank sharing Thank you for an opportunity. Yep, great. Thanks, <laughs> right. guys. Okay. Thank you. So, wow, that's really exciting. A lot going on in Orange County and Warwick and everything. So, And if somebody else wants to start a repair cafe, I'll show them how to do it. Okay, okay. good girl. <laughs> I don't know if everybody heard her, but um, volunteers from around the area, another repair cafe. This is becoming overwhelming if you have 20, 125 people in a short period of time. So think about it. It certainly enhances the community, enhances your interaction with your neighbors. So thank you again. Um, well, with Halloween tomorrow, yeah, yeah, tomorrow, it's already here. I cannot believe it's so soon. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Halloween and the safety that it mm -hmm. is important to come into play with Halloween. Um, it used to be that everybody knew everybody, and so it was easy for your kids to just go down the street and go trick-or-treating. I know things are much more serious now, mm -hmm. and there's lots of safety uh, tips for Halloween. But I was going to tell a little story, and I know that this is a little bit about what we're talking about. Many years ago when my kids were trick-or-treating, we went to one house where I knew, I knew the people, and she had two sets of things. She had homemade cookies for the people, who, the kids whose parents were with them, and she knew, mm -hmm. and she also had the regular, mm -hmm. you know, candy. That's clever. And it was really nice to get homemade chocolate chip cookies as opposed to something else, but she was very cautious about being no, understanding sure. parents' concerns. Sure. So one of the things that we want to say is look out for the kids. They're out there. So right. cross the street at corners. And it's, I, I pulled this off the internet, and it says, um, you know, go by the, the uh, traffic signals. Well, we live in a rural area, mm -hmm. and there are many roads that have absolutely no traffic signals. Right. And I know parents accompany, but you still have to be careful. And people driving, please watch yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You've got to go slow. You've got to look yeah. for the little goblins, that's for sure. <laughs> sure. And, yeah, or, or the problem is if they're Darth Vader, you're not going to see right. them. Right, you know? the kids are dressed in dark colors, hopefully with some reflectors on them. Right, and so it's really important to parents to emphasize that. Um, electronic devices, um, you know, that is a problem. Yeah, in what respect? Well, I just think that sometimes people put things on, on their porches and stuff. And, you know, right. they just, the kids just have to be careful about right. that. In terms of your kids walking, you definitely want them with a flashlight. Right, right. And not, and yeah, not I've a phone, seen, a I've real seen kids flashlight. Like beeper, like little light yeah. beacons or something. Or the, the things that you put on, you know, the kids who are on bicycles, so they flash, you right. know, a flashing right. uh, sneakers. Um, no, it's a, Halloween's a fun night, but it can be dangerous. Yeah. 
This is something that um, people aren't always aware of. In rural areas, when you have to walk on the road, you walk facing track traffic. It's apps. Absolutely opposite of mm-hmm. uh, of Bicycling. what, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, of counterintuitive. It's counterintuitive, mm-hmm. but walk facing traffic so that you people can see you, and that's all the time, not just on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that's definitely a cautionary thing. Um, walk on side, watch for cars turning or backing up. Mm-hmm. Teach children to never dart out on the street, and of course that is all the time, uh, or across between parked areas. And right, that's the worst. Yeah. Have yeah. you? Um, I mean, the other thing that I, I'm always aware of is candles. You know, candles and pumpkins. Right. Right. Uh, I don't I, do that I, anymore. Yeah. Um, I I had a friend whose sister unfortunately had a horrendous uh, accident. A fire or a f- yeah, her her dress caught on fire. Oh yeah. I mean, it was just horrible. Yeah. Horrible. I don't do that anymore. I do a little light or something. Yeah. The little yeah. lights. Yeah. The flickering they lights. They sell them. There. They're affordable. That's not a bad way to go these days. And children under the age of 12 should not be out alone without adult supervision. Mm-hmm. And I know more and more people um, have parties. So mm-hmm. that that makes it a little bit safer. You know where your child is. Mm-hmm. You're, you're mm-hmm. accompanying them. Um, but teenagers also like to go trick-or-treating. Oh, yeah. As do some adults. Oh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> like definitely. And I, you know, something I've always done is I keep my pumpkin light on until I'm done with the candy. But mm-hmm. I like to keep it on late just because there are different shift work and p- people who, you know, moms who didn't get out till eight o'clock from their job and they come. And so if you can stay up late and keep your pumpkin on, that's kind of like the little signal that you're there with candy waiting for the kids for moms driving around looking for houses still open for candy giving. Right. You know, that's what I always do. And dri- and of course, adults driving, you must look carefully for the kids out on the streets. Um, Eliminate any distractions inside your car. So if the kids are arguing, pull over. I know, be careful. (laughs) Then there's also, um, I don't know what you did in your house, Susan, Mm -hmm. but I know what we did. We didn't, we're never, I never had a ton of candy for my kids. Mm -hmm. So after Halloween, they would come and take out everything that they got throw away what didn't look good, Mm -hmm. and put it in a big jar. And they were allowed to take as much candy out of that jar. It was only Halloween. And I know it took a day or two where they never wanted to look at candy until the following year. Yeah, no, we always had, uh, we lived in the village of Goshen, so um, right in the village, we had a great, great house on Wisner. And I always had pizza, pizza party for a bunch of kids, whoever came Mm -hmm. over to start their, to launch their escapades that night. And we would, um, you know, the candy would come home. I, they'd all go on the floor. The candy would be bartered left and right. And uh, within 24 hours, they were pretty much done. And right. I would box it up or really Ziploc it up and uh, put it away for Christmas stockings. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I did. So. Because all that sugar. Yeah, nobody <laughs> needs candy that much. So, yeah. But it worked um, out. But also food safety tips for parents. Um, snacking, um, you don't want them tra- uh, snacking on what's in the bag until you actually look through it. Um, give them a light sm- meal or snack prior to go trick-or-treating so that they're not hungry. Um, I'll like, give you, these are some of the things that... Here are the food allergies. If your child has a food allergy, check the label to ensure the allergen isn't present. Do not allow the child to eat any home-baked goods or he or she may have received 
I was always cautious about that. I know, we have to be. Yeah, choking hazards. If you have very young children, be sure to remove any choking hazards such as gum, peanuts, hard candies, or small toys. And the last here, well, we have some few. Bobbing for apples. And in, in, in an all-time favorite Halloween game, here are a couple ways to say boo to bacteria that can cause foodborne illnesses. Reduce the number of bacteria that might be present on apples and other raw fruits by, and vegetables by thoroughly rinsing them under running water, which we get that. As an added precaution, though, use a pr produce brush to remove any surface dirt. And also try this new spin on apple bobbing. Um, cut, out the lot, cut out lots of apples from the red construction paper. On each apple, write activities for kids such as do five jumping jacks. Place. So oh, this is clever. Yeah, oh. place a paper clip on each apple and put them in a large basket. Tie a magnet to a string. Sounds like the old That's fishing fun, yes. stuff. <laughs> Let the children take turns bobbing, mm -hmm. quote unquote, with their magnet and doing the activity written on their apple. Give children a fresh apple for participating. Okay. Everybody, we're going to take a short break. Some words from our sponsor. Great. Come on back after it. <laughs> This is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for more than 17 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. Hi, this is Veronica Daugherty, a licensed real estate agent for 12 years with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. Although based in Warwick, I also serve Orange, Sullivan, and Ulster counties. My primary goal is to ensure that your home buying or selling experience is successful, meets your needs and desires, and is stress-free. For more information, visit veronicadaugherty.randrealty.com or call 845-544-5807. This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. Are you looking for your dream home? Then choose the best, where we pride ourselves on making your dreams a reality. Our professional agents really listen to your wants and needs and deliver using the latest technology combined with good old-fashioned service. Visit randrealty.com for more information. Hi, this is Pramila Malik. Tune in every Tuesday at 10 a.m. for my show Common Ground and learn how you too can help protect Orange County. Call in with your comments and suggestions and be part of the solution right here on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. If you missed the Frank Truett Show, here's what you missed. The great Eddie Fisher, 1928. Man, did he mess up. So he was married to How Debbie Reynolds up? with two kids and he cheated on her with Elizabeth Taylor. How's that a mess up? And then married her. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good gamble right there. That's a gamble to wow. take. Elizabeth Taylor, come on. Yeah, he missed Hubba, right hubba. The Frank Truat Show, weekday mornings till 9 on WTBQ. WTBQ. I'm going to make this place your home. Hi, this is Marsha Talbot, Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, and... Suzanne Germany with the Goshen Office, Better Homes and Gardens. So welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show, and we'll be summing up yeah. on a few things. Uh, one of the things we can talk about is what's still out there in the community. Farmer's Market. I yeah. think Warwick is will be there for another week or two. 
Um, I know they're usually there up until, I think, the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, that's depending. great. Not, um, I think there might be a special market, and I really will have to double-check on that. Um, what's happening in Goshen? Goshen's is done. Our last day was October 27th, so we will be back in May. And, uh, it's, it's a great a, market. It is a great market. It always has great foot traffic. It's right in the hub of the village of Goshen in the square. And, uh, yeah, we have people come from all over yeah. for that market. I'm sure you do, too. And Florida's. Uh, you know, they, they may be done also, but we're not sure. You can check on their websites about, you know, you can Google it and see if they're still there. It's but usually, uh, they have it's a good Tuesday one also. afternoon. Yeah, yes. for, Florida's is a strong market also. This is a wonderful thing that's come to Orange County, these farmer markets. I mean, we're a farming community, so I think we're very lucky. Um, you know where we go? I mean, you're allowed to say other places. Yeah. Where we go, you know, Bialis Farm on the Black Dirt. It's um, really an amazing place. And Tuesdays and Fridays... Bialis, B-I-A-L-I-S, I think it is. Um, but it's this unbelievable. Where exactly is it? You go down Celery Avenue off of mm. Maple Avenue. Okay, where it's so kind it's of Goshen. Like, yeah, yeah, behind Pahookie's Market mm -hmm. off of County Route 12. And um, down Celery Avenue. Someone's got Avenue. lost on Celery Route. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's a dead end at the end. So I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely turn around. But uh, it's on the left-hand side. You go about maybe about a half a mile down, a little bit more. But they have... Up until February, they have vegetables, which is crazy. Really? Oh, they have a greenhouse, probably. That, well, they're a farm, so they have root vegetables. And I know, I think it's November 18th. Um, I'll find out about that. But November 18th, they have uh, like an open house where they uh, everybody can come for their uh, Thanksgiving vegetables. And this place is spectacular. It's great. Yeah, it really is amazing. So by Alice Farm, it's, here's a free plug, but uh, definitely <laughs> worth going to. Uh, it's on the off days of, uh, you know, farmer mar farmer's markets are basically over for the most part. By Alice Farm is open until February, selling things straight through the holidays. You can get your goods there. It's really That's amazing. Yeah, it's really worth going and, to. you know, this is our area. We need to support it. Um, buy local. Buy local. Yeah, but I'm a big Eat local, buy that. local. Yeah, anyway. yeah, I do that. <laughs> so. um, there's Warwick Handmade Market from 10 to 3 on November 12th. At 7 West Street, second floor. Yeah. Um, I think that's worth a visit. Yeah, and I'm sure we're going to start having some Christmas bazaars popping up. Pretty soon. I know Goshen, the Episcopal Church, has one. St. James has a Christmas bazaar. We always used to go. I like to get past Halloween. I know. <laughs> I'm all excited but about the music. We also have um, Memorial Day uh, yeah. coming up. Not Memorial Veterans Day. No, Veterans, yeah, Day. Yeah, Veterans Day. Veterans Day. Veterans yeah. Day. I'm a serious journey. And um, there's a virtual tour of the Arlington National Cemetery. Oh, I didn't know that. On Thursday, November 2nd, which is this coming Thursday, Great. at 7, and it's at the Florida Senior, Cen uh, Senior Center at Three Cone Circle. Yeah. And seating is limited. There is a small admission fee. Uh, veterans are free. Students are free. Wow. $10 for adults and $15 for couples. And they're going to f talk about the history and virtual, a virtual tour of the history of Arlington National Cemetery. Yeah, we took our children there, um, Jack and I did, when the kids were young, you know, but old enough to understand where we were and what we were there for. And it's really, it's a sobering experience, but it's a, a very moving experience. The changing of the guard, President Kennedy's eternal flame. That too. Yeah. yeah, so really... Um, you haven't done that do that if you can't go to the virtual show that they have going on in florida on the november 2nd do both yeah or do both yeah it's it's a wonderful place to go to so that's some of the events that are occurring and i'm slowly losing my voice okay. so susan i'm gonna <clears throat> have you take over 
for a minute. Okay, yeah. So what we're doing here is we want to thank some of our sponsors here. Um, always Chris Staritz is a strong sponsor of the show. She's with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. And also Carol Rogers and Susan Snyder. I've done closings with Susan. She's a lot of fun. Of the Carol she's Rogers been on team. Our, she's yeah, been on our yeah, show. Yeah, she was on my she's first show. She's funny. <laughs> she's great. Uh, team at Better Homes and Gardens. Also Mike Van Minsart. He was here earlier. He was our call-in. You know, other people can call in. I know. We, we encourage yeah. it all the yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, there's so many real estate questions. And the number again is 651 one 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 zero. So yeah. it's eleven ten. You know, I always it's easy say, to remember. <laughs> I always say to people, I mean, everyone wants to talk about real estate, but um, our phones are silent and we don't know why. So <laughs> we're here. We're both between the two of us. We have a lot of experience. So uh, I don't know if we're gonna be a team from now on. Are you and I? I think it alternates. So okay. It was okay. my pleasure today. Oh, and yeah. I, thank you. Marsha, you're always fun. That's but, for sure. Uh, okay. And also, so we have Van from Hudson, uh, Mike from Hudson United Mortgage, and Rachel Heiss of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. And WTBQ is an independent radio station broadcasting from Warwick, New York. So that's good. The last locally owned station in Orange County. Well, you know, it's interesting as we think, we keep saying Warwick, but WTVU yeah, goes, goes everywhere. Goes everywhere. Yeah. And Vernon, New Jersey. And as um, Elizabeth said, some of the volunteers at the cafe are from Vernon. So we really, yeah. we are a greater area than we think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we just keep saying the word Warwick because, that's, <laughs> because we're here. That's where we're here. <laughs> but obviously, uh, this is a big county. It's a beautiful county, and we represent every part of it. We do. So, we uh, go all yeah. over. Yeah, and our WTBQ mm. has been around for a long, long time. I remember it as a child. So it's a, you know, it's a stronghold here in, in the county. Um, but yeah, so it's all good. One of the other things that I, I keep asking people to call in is about their community. Let yeah, us know. Let us know what's I, going I, on. And, yeah. I, I mean, I visited Port Jervis a few, well, a month or so ago, mm -hmm. and there's lots of uh, re restoration and renovation. Oh, I love Port Jervis. I used to hang in Port Jervis when I was in high school, and uh, there's good people in Port Jervis. It's beautiful the way the river comes in and the bridge yeah. over into Pennsylvania. It's a beautiful community, and I love how it's nestled by the mountains and yeah, and everything. Yeah. So we need to know what's going on. Yeah. We know that uh, Middletown has received a very large grant. Yep, heard about that. I think it's $10 million, if it's, I'm correct. I don't, I, that number, I wasn't sure, but I did read about it, I think, the other day. Let us know. Let us know about your community. Let us know what you'd like to see happen with all this money in your community. Yeah, I know. That's, that's what we're doing here in Warwick with the survey. Right. We didn't get the money. <laughs> right, right, right. But it's our ideas that help formulate and change a community. And that goes for Central Valley. It yeah, Minnesink uh, and Goshen, we have Goshen, you have, Florida, all you little hamlets out there, give us a shout out, you know? Right, we have Legoland, which is going to change things. Yeah, Legoland's definitely going to tweak the county, but I think that's going to be a positive tweak. It's very controlled. There'll be, everyone's involved on that, and they won't, they won't mess it up, that's for sure. Just like up in Sullivan County, they're very um, monitoring that the new casino, and um, that's definitely going to be traffic, but they're going to have to make some amends here. Well, I know my grandson's going to really want to go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone's going to want to go there. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's not going to be a bad thing. It's going to be a good thing. Control change, I think. So, so. be cautious. Um, be involved. That's really important in all our communities, 
is the involvement, and it could be on many, many levels. We, you know, people are wonderful. They volunteer in the schools. They volunteer as coaches. That's what makes our communities. When we talk about selling real estate, we don't sell houses. I mean, we do sell houses, but we sell lifestyle. We yeah. sell homes, um, libraries, uh, various things. And I'm always asking people, what is it that you want to see in your community? Right. What's important to you? Uh, somebody will say, well, I, I, I like the outdoors. Well, the Appalachian Trail goes through yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, I love seeing the hikers cross 94. I love that. Yeah, so it's that, so cool. Yeah, so that you have other things. Think of our apple orchards. Think, yeah. think of our farms. Yeah. We are so fortunate yep. to Vineyards, live here. Vineyards, wineries. That's right. we got to be careful from the wineries. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Not, it's all, uh, yeah, we have a lot going on. Not just our views. And everything so it's all it's, it's beautiful so yeah but anybody out there who i mean now we're getting down to the wire here with the end of the show but every monday morning from 10 to 11 you have any real estate questions definitely give a call because we're here to help you i know today i have an inspection um and i'm happy because it's rained so that'll let us know if the rain has permeated any of the foundation or the roof leaks or the roof leaks so it's all good i you know weather Weather helps you out with inspections. Though definitely. I do know that the weather did impact uh, yesterday in terms of some open houses were canceled. And, and I understand that. Oh, yeah, yeah. People don't want all that mud Those and leaves water. coming yeah, in. Yeah, leaves and stuff like but that. But also, you know, it's so much nicer if the sun is shining yeah. to, to see a house. But yeah, we, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely get that. But I always, my feeling always, if, if in the midwinter and you're thinking of buying a house, buy it if it doesn't look bad in the midwinter it'll look beautiful <laughs> that's a good point marcia <laughs> you know. i didn't think about that actually yeah, yeah you know you're think, right about that. you know think think how to say yeah. it seasonally yeah no you know that i mean there always are buyers out there uh even i've told my sellers that listen if somebody calls for a showing on christmas eve if you can't do it do it because uh just a, if it's you know so it's a busy time of year for everybody. So I, if they're out buying, they yeah, need to buy. Yeah, I had a client who called me to list their house um, January 1. And oh, I was wow. like, it's, you know, it's New Year's Day. Well, it was wonderful. Yeah, you know, yeah, It was course. fine. They got a leap on the market, and we sold right away, and they found exactly what they're looking for. Timing is very strange. You know, when you're thinking of putting your house on the market, and I must say that we are still shy of inventory, that the coming into the winter is not a bad time to put your house on the market. I agree. Be, I agree. Because the, the buyers are out there. Okay. Thank so, you, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, WTBQ. All right. Have a great not day. Not too much candy. No, <laughs> please. <laughs>